Hello and welcome to Lost in Possession. First of all, Iran down, smashed out. Now it's the USA. This is on for England's world domination, just in a bit of football terms. Before we get into that, roll that intro. Welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First of all, before we get into the football, can you like, comment and subscribe? It helps us out massively, more than you will know. Now, let's get started straight into it. Monday's game, 6-2 versus Iran. Don't think many people had that score predicted. Jordan, what were your thoughts on the game? Boom, what a start. 6-2. Um, I think, let's be fair, as you said, no one, even the the most optimistic England fan, probably wouldn't have said we're going to score score six goals. Um, saying that, we did see one TikTok, obviously, of a, a guy who obviously backed. There's always one. Obviously, there's always one guy who backs a 6-2 and, and won a few grand. Um, but no, look, I, I, I was very happy with the result. Um, although you can look at the negatives and say, oh, you know, we conceded two goals. Fundamentally, World Cup opener, you know, everyone's been critical and moaning and whinging about Gareth Southgate and he's going to be so negative. He doesn't attack. You know, the handbrake was well and truly off for the first game. Six got And look, yes, people will say, oh, it's only Iran. But, you know, Argentina have lost to only Saudi Arabia. You know, Germany have lost to only Japan. So I don't buy into that that BS, in my opinion. You score six goals in a World Cup opener against any team, absolutely buzzing. So I'm, I'm happy with the opener. I'm glad Southgate has taken that handbrake off, gone 4-3-3 and gone, right, we need to attack. Um, so, yeah, definitely no complaints, really. The only real issue I have is is with the us obviously conceding two. But, you know, we'll get onto it. But the decision to give them a pen is, is just ridiculous. It's, it's, if you're not going to give Maguire's getting rugby tackle to the floor, there's no way on earth that's then a penalty. Um, but yeah, other than that, pretty good. When you win by four goals, score six in, in a World Cup opener, you have to be happy. So yeah, all, all good for me. Reese, are you all good? Is it all good from your side or you got yeah, any? I'm always all good. I mean, yeah, like Jordan's right, you can't complain. Six goals, you know, Bellingham, Saka with two, Sterling, Rashford, and of course Grealish, who has come under a lot of criticism and you know, in his sort of stint at City. So it's a great result. You know, I felt like once we got the first goal, the floodgates would open. So that was always the case. Iran Iran weren't playing for a draw, which is probably something that if they'd have sat a bit deeper, they might have prevented, you know, prevented such a big scoreline. Um, but no, no, you know, you've got to be happy with that result. It sets, sets the benchmark and already puts... Obviously, Iran, but it also puts the USA and Wales under pressure. So that immediately, you know, gives us that gap that we need. Um, I will agree. I will say I think it is a bit of a concern. The two goals, you know, they're not they're not like thirty yard worldies, but they were pretty poor goals to concede. You know, a penalty and then and then of course the first goal for Tarimi. Um, and you'd argue that if perhaps we were playing probably a side with a little bit more quality, it might have been more of a challenge, but you can only play what's in front of you or beat what's in front of you. So, yeah, can't complain. It, but it will mean nothing if they don't beat the USA on Friday. 
Yeah, exactly. Like I do agree with you both. Scoring six goals, got to be happy. And you've got, what, five different scorers and none of them are even your main goal scorer in Kane, which, you know, if you're on Bet365 would have annoyed a lot of people who had the bet boost. I was one of them, if you couldn't tell. Um, in terms of the actual game, I think we controlled the game very well. We had, what, I think it was nearly 80% possession. And we just sort of, we dominated the game. Once the goals were, once Bellingham scored his first goal, great header as well. The game did look like it was going to be over. Over because Iran weren't really offering anything, to be perfectly honest. Now, once we're in at half time, I, I do think the like the game was over. So it was more how are we going to play this? Um I think Southgate, obviously, with the subs, two of them scored goals. So you can't really criticize them, but I think he could have made a few earlier. So I think Kane got into a tackle, which is why he's a partly he's like a small doubt for the game against the US. He got that tackle. We we were Fawn him up at that time, I think. Just take him off. You're playing games thick and fast now. Straight away in the tournament, you just ro- rotate, get Wilson on. I think Maguire went down. I don't know what actually happened with Maguire, but he went down, he came off, Dyer came on. Should have happened with Kane as well. Um, so that's it. That's it. Just I think Southgate just needs to do it a bit quicker because when the game's won, rest players, let people be fresher for the latest, latter stages and the subs get minutes which can help them if there's injuries so i think that's the probably the only criticism out of southgate otherwise everything went exactly what he wanted um you know you got sterling scoring and saka scoring because they're the ones who were most sort of argued about with foden start should foden start and when both of them score foden's foden's not going to get into the next team unless southgate decides it doesn't the momentum of that doesn't mean anything um like you said about the conceding two i think the first one is poor i think it might have been maguire slightly out of position but i do also think we were a bit complacent at that point um the game was obviously won but we looked a bit complacent at that point and we let them in um i do agree like what you said reese if we're playing a better opponent they're going to hurt us even more and we shouldn't be really allowing that because I think Pickford also made a big save a bit earlier on so it's not like it was the only chance they had and then the penalty I agree with what you're saying Jordan but I still think it was a penalty but it's just the refs have got to be consistent and they seem to be consistent after the to be fair I thought Stones was fouled more than Maguire but you could look at both of them and just go, they're both penalties. It's, it doesn't really matter which one VAR should have looked at. But since then, the tournament, they have they have been given it. Yeah. So hopefully in a game that we need, we actually need that penalty, we're going to get it rightly. Um, so I think that's the kind of part of it with, but it's still, it was sloppy from Stones holding his shirt. Don't need to do that when you're 6-1 up. But if you're that punter who had 6-2, you're going to love John Stones and probably start singing his praises for holding his shirt. Now, with I just mentioned about Foden probably not getting in the team, we've got USA on Friday. 
So there's been a bit of a gap, probably more of a gap than like playing in club levels. We normally play Saturday, Tuesday or Saturday, Wednesday. Do you see any rotation being in the team? Jordan? For me, well, I, I personally, I don't think we'd need to. Um, the only concern is obviously the Kane. I think he's having a scan on the ankle. That obviously, you know, look, if, if he's, whatever the results of that, if he's not 100% fit, do, absolutely do not play him. Because we need, you know, we, we well, he didn't have a shot on target against Iran. We scored six. So you could make the case that we don't necessarily need him desperately against the so-called slightly weaker sides. You need him 100% fit in the latter stages. Um, so for me, I would only rotate if there's injuries. I wouldn't bother rotating, you know, Foden for for Sterling. Um, I wouldn't drop Ster. Uh, sorry, it wouldn't drop um, Saka either. So for me, the, no one had a bad game. So you don't need to drop anyone. Put to, to put it, you know, bluntly. Um, yeah, play the same team until proven otherwise who with injuries or form. If Kane, if Kane's injured, Jordan, who do you put in though? Do you go for Wilson as a sort of, he's a strike, Rashford? Or do you even go for one that I saw suggested on Twitter today, which would be Foden as a false nine, which he's obviously played for City? What would you prefer out of them options? I think all three are viable, but what would you reckon? I I think Wilson. I think you've got to have a striker like Kane. I don't agree. I don't think Foden, I, I just... I'd feel uncomfortable having Foden as the, the sort of, even if it's a false nine, him as the kind of main man up front. I just, I don't think he's played there enough for City at all. Um, and his best performances in a City shirt have been from wide positions. Um, you know, you could even make the case Sterling played a few games for us in the centre. And it's just, it's not the same. Like, if we're playing McCain, we've got two wide attackers. You need a striker. You need that sort of central half. So for me, again, sorry to go on Rashford. Rashford is also better out wide, as we saw with his goal. So for me, no question, it would have to be Wilson up front. We play the same setup style as we did against um, Iran, and we go right USA. We're just going to simply attack you, and we'll, we'll outscore you. And that's what people want to see. Everyone, <laughs> that's all the criticisms of Southgate have been exactly that. We don't attack enough. We're too conservative. So let's just go, you know, balls to the wall and just attack. We're better, we're better than USA at attacking. So let's just go all out and, and try and outscore them. Reese, before I put you another question, just go back to my first question. Is there any changes you would make to the starting eleven against the USA? Not really. I wouldn't say so because if we win, we're basically through, right? So the way I see it is, you know, you might as well be in a position to relax more against Wales. If Kane is unable to play, then of course, yeah, you've got to swap maybe a like for like with Wilson. But my main concern is the USA are going to sit quite deep. So it's working out how to break them down that way. So you might even be better off putting Rashford on or, or someone who's going to run at them a little bit more, maybe. But no need to make any changes in any case otherwise. Just quickly, just just before, sorry, Jamie. Um, before we move on, I think one other point I didn't mention was you, you look at the USA-Wales game and USA for the first sort of 30, 35 minutes completely and utterly dominated Wales. 
like to the point where they had every attack. Wales, Wales literally didn't go forward for 30 minutes. Um, however, the second half, the it, it seemed that the sort of fitness, whatever it was, the USA team tailed off heavily in that second half to the point where Wales were dominant and, and probably deserved their equaliser. So for me, I don't think you need to make changes to the starting lineup. But as you said, Jamie, those subs, we can heavily, I think it's five subs, right? So we we can heavily utilise those subs in the 60th minute when it appears that USA, again, we don't know what the score will be after 60 minutes, but regardless, bring, you know, bring three or four of the subs on in the 60th minute and assuming they have the same sort of fitness levels and momentum as they did against Wales, we will absolutely obliterate them in that last 30 minutes. You know, if, if Wales can dominate in the last 30, get an equaliser, we could dominate and get, you know, two, three goals potentially. So I do think that's that's something to bear in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I understand. I think we'll come on to USA as a whole in a bit. Uh, just back to sort of any changes. The only change I could possibly see making, and I don't think he had a bad game, but I think he was probably the worst of quite a good bunch. And I think it was Trippier. I don't think he shadowed, he didn't cover himself in glory in that game. He didn't have a bad game, like I said. So the only one that could come in is if Walker's now fit, which he seems to be in training with England. That's the only one I could see. I don't see any of the front three changing or the middle three based on um, sort of unless Kane is injured. I do think he might go for a Rashford down the middle if Kane is not fit. Um, that's sort of how I see it, because I feel like Rashford's been a part of the England squad setup longer than what Wilson has. And Southgate likes to trust his, his own men. And Wilson sort of is more now of a... I don't want to sort of... I don't want to demoralise what he sort of has done to get into the team because I think he's in the squad deservedly but I feel like he's still a bit man for little parts of games for Southgate whereas Rashford I think will be more involved and will get more minutes throughout the tournament Why to that point though why why is Wilson not in the team why is Wilson in the squad if he's not replacing Kane do you know what I mean it just doesn't I think that would be a bit of a dig to uh, to Wilson it can depend on tactics, can't it? Certain players set certain tactics. And Rashford might offer a little bit something different against the Americans than what Wilson might. And that's not any disrespect to Wilson, but I think Wilson would be better off, well, would perform better against Wales, say, because I think they'd play into his hands a little bit more. It's, it's purely tactical, I would say. And I think it more, um, it's more, Rashford is there as a striker as well. He's not there just as a pure winger. He's there because he can play up front, down the middle. So that's where I don't actually think it's writing off Wilson altogether. It's just more, you also do need to pick your whole squad in case of injuries. Because like I say, Kane could be injured, then Rashford could get injured. You need that third striker. But also Wilson will get, still get some minutes like he did against Iran and set up a goal. Whereas if that was me, and that's my first, I think it might be his first World Cup appearance, I'd be shooting that to say I've scored in the World Cup. Any because if the game was won, I wouldn't have passed it. But fair play to him, he did. Um. So if we go and move on to the USA, so obviously they've played against Wales, drew one one, 
Um, I think we've heard a bit about what you thought of the game, Jordan. What about you, Reese? What did you make of the USA versus Wales? Obviously, they were your dark horse. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, they were expected. Yeah, they were impressive. Like you know, they they fully deserved their lead. You know, and they kept Bell silent. They kept you know Ramsey silent. They kept they kept them all quiet, and. They did really well, and it was a deserved lead. You know, I think George Weir, um, sorry, Timothy Weir took the uh, that's his that's his father. <laughs> Timothy Weir um, took the finish really well. Pulisic provided a good assist. You know, and I I think really what cost them was a silly foul to make in the penalty box by Tim Reams. So if they hold their nerve and they don't make those silly mistakes, you know, they would have three points on the board and not one. I think. I think you know they they know that going into this game as as real underdogs and not going to be too distraught if they lose, um, but knowing that they'll put all their eggs in one basket against Iran, you know they could sneak it over Wales in that case. Yeah, obviously, if they go and lose to us and then go and beat Iran, it'll come down to goal difference or goal score. I mean, if goal difference, then goal scored. So and not conceding a lot against us could be their way of how they see it. If they lose sort of one nil to us, it's not the end of the world. They can go beat Iran the same score that Wales have and hope that we beat them by more. It it all sort of, you know, ties into not in their hands. So they may not sort of appreciate that, I don't think. Um I didn't actually watch the first half where USA dom sort of dominated, but you had the commentator when it was talking about the second half he was like, he was brutally honest, and USA deserved to be ahead. So I can Im- imagine that they were. However, from what I saw, if they were dominated, they only had one shot on target the whole match. So that's the goal. So, well, they it could be they were just a bit, a bit wasteful, uh, and they will get chances against us. But if they're going to be as wasteful, it's not like we should be we should be aiming to sort of win with a clean sheet. But then if we don't, if we don't against Iran, are we actually going to against USA? It's kind of, it depends how they play because they had 60% possession against Wales. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a totally different game for them against us where we're expected to dominate the ball. So it's more, are they going to just wait for us to make small mistakes to pounce and sit back? I think like you said, Reese. That's kind of it's interesting to see where they're at because I don't I don't think they will. Um, I think they'll try and come at us, probably possibly in that first half, and then they may dip off again. But I don't think it was down to fitness why they dropped off. I just think Wales got that momentum needing a goal, and they just put so much pressure on USA couldn't get out. Now. If, what if we did that? I'd hope we have enough players on the pitch showing that five of them score, five different players scored against Iran. We'd have more that would put it away, and it wouldn't. It may come down to a penalty, but it wouldn't just take a penalty for us to score. Really, um, John, was there any more points you wanted to add on the sort of the USA side? Um, no, I think I think. Well, I, obviously they played a four-three-three. I don't see them changing that. I do think it, it makes more sense with their players. 
with it with their front three to probably change it up tactically and go five at the back against us to try and make it hard to break down and counter with the you know they've got Sergeant Pulisic, Weah, um, all with pace, all who look pretty sharp against Wales. So if I was them, I'd probably sit deep, try and make it difficult to play, and just try and counter us. Um, that being said, I, I I do agree. I don't think they'll do that. Um, fundamentally, you know, if we're being honest, they've got Tim Ream as centre back, and Anthony Robinson as left back. So, <laughs> without being too harsh, fundamentally, that is a team we should be scoring goals against. You know, they've got again, they've got a bit of quality midfield. You know, West McKenney, but. Fundamentally, you look at our England squad and, and for all the, the critics of everything, our front six are all extremely like high-quality players. You know, you, the front three we all know are capable of finishing on any given chance. We've seen how good finishing Mount is. We've now seen how good at finishing Bellingham is. And even Rice. Like, we've seen Rice for West Ham bomb forward and score worldies. Like, and that's not even talking about the attacking wing-backs. So, like, in terms of what England can offer, I just think there's, there's too much quality there. And I don't think USA... It, basically, if USA get the first goal, maybe nick us on a counter, I think they've got a chance. I think if we score that first goal, we will make it very, very tough for them to play. And it will just be, you know, a little counter-attack. Maybe a dodgy pen is, is their only hope. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident we'll, we'll get the win. But I guess you can make the case, if we, worst case, if we were to, um, yeah, if we were to maybe drop a point, sorry, if we were to drop two points, I don't think it would be catastrophic. I think seven points fundamentally would be still probably enough to get through and also possibly win the group because of the goal difference uh, against Iran. No, absolutely. Sort of, that's a fair point. I think what comes down to it now is what is your score predictions? for this game. Jordan, you seem pretty confident. Let's start off with you. So, I, I'm i going to go for goals again. I'm going to say England 3-1. Um, I do think it will be, for, similar to Iran, the first 20-30 minutes will be tight. They will try and, you know, make it difficult. They'll make themselves difficult to break down. But I think as soon as we get the first goal, floodgates will open. Um, I think, yeah, if, if, we, if we want to go specific, I think we'll probably go, you know, 3-1 up. Th- sorry, 3-0 <laughs> up. Um, and they'll just nick us on a counter, similar to Iran. Um, yeah, a little, you know, we are Pulisic counter, similar to the to the goal against Wales. Nick a goal late, but it won't matter. So, yeah, 3-1 England. Reese, what about you? Um, I can see sort of see it going two ways. I wouldn't be shocked if we went out there and battered them four nil. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if we, you know, we get a two one victory. You know, that sort of work hard for it. Maybe have a scare. You know, at, at some stage. So even though I'm, even though I'm confident we'll win, I'll go with the two one because I think there'll be something where the US could get a goal and and sort of put us on our toes a little bit. Which is which is a good thing. We we need something like that, you know. We we have been around, you know, but let's not get too much on our high horse a little bit. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with a different score to both of you, which is good. I want us to have three different scores. I've gone with two New England. I think that conceding the two goals 
will be just a pain that will annoy pretty much the whole defence. And they'll be like, I don't care. We're not going to mess around and we're not going to concede. And I think if they're, and, and if the USA are dominant and have one shot on target, what they're going to do when they're not dominant. And that's where I think the clean sheet comes from. And I think, yeah, we're just going to have enough to beat them. Um, so I'm going with a 2 0 win. Um, does anyone want to go with a sc- first goal scorer prediction before we wrap up? Oh, I will go for. Oh, I was going to say Kane, but he might be out, so I look, I look like an idiot. So I'll say, I'll say Sterling. Bruce, um, I say he's going to do it again, Jude Bellingham. Okay, but I'm actually going to go if his goal scoring form continues, and it's Bakayo Saka with a hat trick with his that third goal of the tournament. Sorry, not hat trick, third goal of the tournament. <laughs> He'll be happy with a hat trick, buddy. Yeah, most certainly <laughs> would be. Well, there you go. That just about wraps us up. As always, first and foremost, we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you think. England fans, let us know. US fans, USA fans, let us know your thoughts. Send them in the comments below or give us a follow on Instagram. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.